Hello and welcome to my podcast, Coffee and Books. This is your host, Scott. Hope all of you are doing well. Uh, I've been doing pretty good over here, been pretty busy. So I want to catch up with all of you and tell you about everything that's been going on in the podcast. So I want to shout out to my friend Neil, who's been listening to all my podcasts. I've uh, had uh, some person listen to every single one of my podcasts, so I don't know who you are, but thank you. I hope you continue to listen to everything. And I want to shout out to, of course, uh, a person in Israel who listened recently. Thank you very much. Uh, so the uh, podcast is successful. We've now had over 50 views. And, uh, you know, with an estimated audience of five people per episode, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, that's definitely exciting news. Definitely exciting to hear that people are interested in talking about it. And again, I hope you share this podcast later. Uh, But why don't we get into a little bit more about myself and what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so those of you who know me know that I'm from the United States. I grew up originally in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, the home of the product we're going to review today. And uh, I currently live, of course, in Nashville, Tennessee, as I've said. And uh, we'll talk about how that kind of impacts uh, this later. But in the meantime, I want you all to know that on this podcast, I'm open to reviewing a wide array of products. And so last week I said I was very interested in reviewing different types of beers to supplement while I also review books and while I also review coffee. I'm not always going to finish each book each week. For example, the book this week is going to be the history of Budweiser. It's called Bitter Brew, uh, and it talks about the family and the company Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch Brewery. So, Before we get into that, I want to say that this episode is actually dedicated to the product today, which is Budweiser, just solely Budweiser, no other products, we're not talking about the history of the company yet, that's coming in the the next episode, this is going to be just a review of Budweiser. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, I did a tasting this week, I've had Budweiser before, but I recently bought you know, some cans to try out again, because I haven't had it in so long. So, what's Budweiser like? Okay. You know, obviously most of you probably remember the commercials, the famous marketing, the Clydesdales, the Dalmatian in the Firehouse, the Budweiser frogs, you know, going Budweiser, you know, like that. So, the marketing is intense. They're one of the top-selling beers in the United States and the world. It was first brewed in 1876 by a German immigrant. It's also known as the King of Beers. And so the following is what's actually labeled on their beer can. This is the famous Budweiser beer. We know of no brand produced by any other brewer, which costs so much to brew and age our exclusive Beechwood. Sorry, let me start over again. This is the famous Budweiser brew or beer. I'm doing a terrible job at this. This is the famous Budweiser beer. We know of no brand produced by any other brewer which costs so much to brew and age. Our exclusive Beechwood aging produces a taste, smoothness, and drinkability that you will find in no other beer at any price. This this beer, just so we know, is very patriotic. The Great American Budweiser lager beer is printed on there it has the colors of the american flag red white and blue 
Um, it's brewed by an original process from the choiciest hops, rice, and best barley malt is also on there. It'll, it also says it's brewed in Canada, United States. It's a 5% alcohol by volume. And just so we know what alcohol by volume is, it's the standard of measure of how much ethanol is contained in a given alcoholic beverage. Okay, it's available in over 80 countries. Uh, it's one of, like I said, one of the best-selling beers in the United States and has been for a very long time. Um, okay, so more recently, they've expanded into different products, you know, as we know, the Michelob, the Bud Light, the Bud Select, uh, you know, the Budweiser Nitro. These are all options for future down the line. But in this case, the Budweiser is seen as the classic, the original, the first. Um, so let's talk about it. And it's traditionally, like I said, displaying American symbols such as the eagle. Um, and like I said, usually has the American colors, red, white, and blue on there. Uh, so why does it do this? Well, part of it is history. And part of it is the fact that it was owned by a German immigrant during World War I and World War II. So Budweiser, in order to support the troops, in order to support the American veterans, it you know has to be very, very patriotic, especially because it was owned by a German family. Uh, Budweiser, I thought this was fascinating, was advertised as vegan-friendly because their ingredients and conditioning do not use any animal byproducts. But people dispute this. You know, we're not actually in... A factory and seeing how it's made so you know we 100% don't know but you know if it s stays to their original ingredients you know you one could argue that uh, if it's like the Germans and how they make their beer it is all natural ingredients you know water wheat rice barley hops um, that type of stuff if that creates beer then so be it so anyway uh, let's go back to that uh, so, the taste for me, what I thought. Budweiser is not my first choice. I felt it was very kind of watered down, sort of tasted bland for a beer. I think anyone who's from a European country or who drinks like craft beers or different types of beers agrees with me that, you know, Budweiser is like the McDonald's of the beer world. They're everywhere, they're convenient, but they're not the choiciest, tastiest, you know, beer out there. They're definitely available. You know, like, I can go down the street and I know that, like, it's, someone's going to have it. Uh, however, you know, like I said, if you're going to compare it to as far as quality and taste-wise to other beers, to me, there are better-tasting beers in the United States. But, of course, it did win for its, you know, taste for a very, very long time. So there's nothing wrong with it. I just felt like, me personally, this is not my first choice of beer. Now, like I said, Budweiser has a complicated history with me because, like I said, full disclosure, I'm from St. Louis where it started, and therefore people feel very patriotic towards it. Budweiser was the owner of the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, it had made a lot of heavy investments in the city itself. The Bush family kind of runs St. Louis. So to make matters you know, complicated, a lot of people are sort of biased towards Budweiser if you live there because you know people who are directly involved in it. You know, know people in the family, so to speak. But like I said, me personally, I think that there's better tasting beers out there. Although I did enjoy it and will continue to drink the rest of them that I have, 
Um, I'm open to any suggestions of coffee, beer, or books that you guys think I should read. Uh, today's, of course, was you know very good. Um, I'm almost done with, like I said, the uh, Bitter Brew book, which will be, of course, like I said, on the history of Budweiser. Next, next book after that will be the history of coffee. Um, and again, I just want to say that uh, if you want to share this podcast with your friends, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I appreciate everything that you guys do. Any, anytime you listen, I get to see that. Um, you know, I want again. I want to hear from you. So uh, my email is Scott S C O T T Bernstein B E R N S T E I N sixteen at yahoo.com. And, of course, I have the WordPress blog. You know, I like big books and I cannot lie. Please check that out as well. And uh, I hope to hear from you guys soon. Thank you and have a great day. Bye.